I have a question for you. I'm sure you do. Today, when we're recording this, it is June 1st. Mm-hmm. How does it feel to be a homo? Um, I'm tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to pack it up and be done. Um, I was straight for the first 20 years, and I would like to go back to that place. <laughs> My favorite. I tell this story all the time, all the time, to people who don't know you about the time that you and I were hanging out with somebody who's not one of us, right. like a third a third person. A third party. <laughs> who only knew me and didn't know you. And she was like, oh, Jake, how long have you and Amanda known each other? And you looked at her straight face and you went, since I was straight. <laughs> <laughs> that is I live in fear so that I will never top that ever again. And I think I will. It, oh, it was so, so funny. And then that's, uh, no, it may, may have been later on. Yeah, it wasn't that same week, and it wasn't that. But it, later on, you and I were hanging out, and and I asked, I said something to you like, I don't really ever think that you went through a process of coming out to me. There was no. never like a moment, and you put your hand on my knee, and you went, Amanda, I have to tell you something. And I was like, don't patronize me. I know it now. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't ever think that really. No, I remember because you were giving me so much crap about like never coming out to you. You are like, when did the, why didn't you come out to me? I was like, all right, fine. Hey, Amanda, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been able to pick up on it already. Yeah, I'm wearing a three-inch block heel. <laughs> tell the people I'm straight. <laughs> I have a cut crease graphic liner. I didn't just tell you. I like boys. <laughs> Welcome back to the Pyramid, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. My name's Amanda. I'm your host. Well, I'm half a host today. I'm, like, actually dying. Also, this is your weekly reminder that if you can hear my cat in the background, it's because she has a bell on her collar. She's too cute for me to take it off. But also... That running that you hear in the background is the dehumidifier in my apartment. And I'm leaving it on because if you can't tell, your girl's sick. I, well, I'm not sick. I have aller- I have really bad allergies. And I live in the South where everyone's allergic to the air. And then my cat has started shedding and it's just like making everything worse. So I have to leave the dehumidifier on or I will, like my throat will close up and I'll die. Excuse me. So it's staying on. So that's your other disclaimer. I'm joined again by the one, the only, Ms. Jake. Hey. Also, listeners, I'm so sorry I'm sick. I know the sound of someone coughing and sniffling for two hours is going to be super annoying, but also, uh, too bad. Uh, Right. (laughs) I have literally no other option. So, Jake. Yes. Are you ready to talk about the pyramid of life? I've thought long and hard for all of 20 minutes. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay, what do you have on the bottom? On the bottom, uh, so right now I'm <laughs> switching school districts, oh, so death. that means I'm moving up like 40 minutes north of where I am right now. Uh-huh. And it's, um, let's see, for listeners of the pod that might be familiar with the Nashville demographic, it is, uh, we know Brentwood and Franklin, which I refer, refer to often as the pearly gates. Truly. Because the streets are truly paved with they gold. Are. Um, it is very similar to that. So where I'm moving is... Um, a very wealthy kind of affluent neighborhood and mm-hmm. the school district reflects that. So I'm about to have a lot of resources, which yeah. is great. But especially trying, after the year that you've had of having like zero resources, uh, building myself up from the ground up yeah, in my first year of teaching, that has been a moment, but um, it'll be great to be over there. But the problem is finding an apartment because with this one before I like put in for it like a month in advance and like no one blinked. But right. for this next one, like I'm trying to move in like, 
the end of June, but not quite like the last day of June because my lease is up June 30th in uh, the city I'm in now. Mm -hmm. And then summer school ends that day too. So I'm trying to wrap it all up in a little bow. Are you doing summer school? I was suckered into it because, well, first of all, it's twice like what I make like a Mm -hmm. month. And also I'm getting the pay for that month still. Yeah. And then also I'm getting July. So like all in all, I'm looking at like $8,000 coming to my account at once. Yeah. They really want people to do summer school. They do. And it's really nice. It's Monday through Friday, like 730 to 230. Uh Um, I get like an hour and a half of plan time still. Mm -hmm. Every Friday is a field trip. Oh, cute. Um, yeah. So like it's super cute. It's super easy. Yeah. Uh, and then I only have like 12 kids from fourth yeah. and sixth grade. Good kids. So it'll be fine. But anyway, that being said, I need to do summer school and right. get that bag because right. these apartments are like twice what I'm paying right now. Right, right. So just trying to get into that and then also like finding one that can have a cat with me yeah. and then also finding one that's like still within budget because I'm not getting paid all that much because, you know, surprise, surprise, teachers don't get paid a bunch. True. And then, you know, like trying to like work all those cogs and then sometimes like there are like places that like so i'm trying to move in june 25th and then june 15th is like the date that it would say like on zillow or whatever and they're like oh that's too that's too uh late for us you like you mm. need to be closer to like the date because there mm-hmm. are people who want to move in who can move in right now right have the exactly. means to do so <clears throat> so it's just been a fight trying to yeah. do all that and that's why it's at the bottom the housing market in general at the, yeah, bottom, of the, at the bottom of the pyramid i love that yes um my bottom of the pyramid is getting a sunburn i went to the beach over memorial day weekend mm-hmm. and i i and you and i have a history of getting really bad sunburns at the beach too we do and I, just like the feeling of like like right now i have like a soul patch underneath my mouth of like flaky dry like peeling off skin it's on the top of my nose and it's like i am crispy you know what i mean like and like laying down and being like oh my body is killing me let me like let me like take a nap and be like Mm -hmm. just kidding every time i lay down i'm in an immense amount of pain it just sucks and i hate it and i got a sunburn at the beach and then like driving back just like sitting on the sunburn and being like this is fine everything's fine I, I just hate it. I just I, hate it. I did awful. notice the soul patch. It is giving me. <clears throat> it um, hurts so bad. It's giving me if you are really feeling the message, if you're feeling the Jesus Christ in your heart and you haven't let him in yet, come forward as we stand and <laughs> Come sing. forward to, as we stand together and Over sing. a soft guitar. It hurts so bad. And I had to put Vaseline over it to just like, not eat, like in Vaseline, like it doesn't even really do anything. It just like mm. is a protective layer. So your skin can, can do its thing. Mm-hmm. It's not like a healing anything. It just like, you just shellac Vaseline over your skin so that your skin can be skin. Mm. But like, boy, howdy, it hurts. I have an out. I burned really bad when I had track. And what I did mm-hmm. was I, I have an aloe plant. So oh, I just yes. like mixed the aloe into my Vaseline. Yeah. And it like it became like one congealed mess. And was it messy? Yes. But yes. it got the job done. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So mm-hmm. bottom of, and it, and now I'm going to have like flaky skin because like the pain of the sunburn will go away. But then I have all this like flaky, peeled, gross, nasty skin that's just going to be peeling off for the next like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And at what cost? For what, Mary? For what? Laying in the sun with my friends? Uh, hello. Stupid. Thank you. The, well, we know this, the, the sun is sexist, homophobic, Truly. transphobic, yep. xenophobic. Yep. The uh, sun. Probably the, voted for Trump. The hate of the sun knows no bounds. Knows no bounds. It hates everyone. She doesn't discriminate. And it is. But yet she does. Ugh. She Yeah, she doesn't, but also she does. <clears throat> so yeah, that's my bottom of the pyramid. Um, what do you have in the middle, girl? 
Okay, ladies, don't come for me. I'm ready. I'm so ready. Uh, I know you're ready to come for me. You stay ready to come for people. Yeah. If you, hey, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready uh, to come for you all the time. Chi Chi Devane, rest in power. Also, <laughs> I want to point out, listener, you did not hit the point two speed on this. You're probably listening to this at the right speed, but Jake and then uh, thusly me are going to be talking a lot faster than we. I talk do. so fast. I'm you so talk sorry. so fast. No, it's I. I'm not like this. Isn't me like telling you like oh jake you need to slow down i'm just saying listener as you're checking did i put this on 0.25 speed no you didn't no, no you, you didn't. didn't you did not no by <laughs> by fourth fifth and sixth graders are constantly like um i'm sorry i realized eminem was subbing today yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be like slim shady can you slow it down a bit please yeah exactly i'm trying to learn about those four spheres <laughs> of the earth please uh-huh. um the middle of the pyramid for me i love harry styles i think he's great okay but comma I'm tired of hearing how great he is. I'm mad because that's my middle of the pyramid too. You're kidding. I literally mid new Harry Styles album. Okay, well I want to talk about the fans. Are you just gonna okay. talk about the music? Uh, yeah. You you talk about you talk about the people. I'll talk about the music. Listeners of the pod, when I tell you that we are of the same mind, <laughs> when I tell you that we share a brain, we share like we the same each, three brain cells. We're each equipped with half of a brain, <laughs> and they're out on vacation right now. <laughs> truth, truth. Um, okay, so here's the thing. I am an avid TikTok user, watcher, when I need to dissociate, when I, oh, because oh, yeah. I am full undiagnosed ADHD realness. You really are. You really are. It is like just enough to keep me occupied mentally. <laughs> and when I tell you it is so annoying to yep. hear music for a sushi restaurant uh, being the sound on everybody and their mothers, grandmothers, like yep, audio, yep. it drives me up the wall. Yep. And not only that, but you know, I have a bunch of friends, mostly mostly women, mostly queer women, mm. who are like very into Harry Styles and like they yeah. find him soothing and comfortable and great. Mm. It's yeah. kind of a tricky line to cross too, especially coming into Pride Month, the National <laughs> Month of the Gays. Yep. Because Harry Styles himself doesn't like ascribe to like any kind of sexual orientation. And True. a lot we know of, he like, likes women. We know he likes women because yeah. he's dating Olivia What's Her Face. Wild, yeah. Wild, yes. Who PS was did you know this was was engaged to Jason Sudeikis? <gasps> no, I didn't. And she broke off her engagement because she what? Cheated on him with Harry Styles. And that's the T. That's a gag. Isn't that insane? She cast him in the movie that she uh, is directing and then fully cheated on her fiance with him. And okay. then broke off the engagement to date. Mr. Styles. Is that kind of crusty? Yes, but also slay. But also, <laughs> but also, if you're going to cheat on somebody and you're cheating with Harry Styles, I'm like, you know if what? I were Jason Sudeikis, I'd be like, fair. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Fair. I mean, Jason Sudeikis is like 45. So it was like, <laughs> exactly. oh, you're replacing me with a newer model, but also British and dresses well? Sure. Yeah, sure, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It feels like a little like infringy upon queer culture to me. And if he weren't so supportive of like the LGBTQIA agenda, yeah. I'd be a little, I'd have more words to say about it. Sure. He himself is great. I have no qualms with Harry. I have problems with people like idolizing him beyond repair. I hear you. My, I have his new album in the middle. Okay. Because there are lots of songs on it that are really, if nothing else, fun. Sure. A music for a sushi restaurant is a banger only yes. because it's fun. The 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 lyrics like are whatever. The composition is like whatever. It feels rushed. Right. But the horns in the background are very fun. Yes. It's very much like a summer song. Like I get it. Mm-hmm. Day the song daylight and satellite will will make me cry. Like, I love, like, the, I don't know, the lyrics are fine, but I don't know. They're, it's just sweet. I, I personally really like 
the like the song satellite and the imagery of like having somebody in your life and you just kind of like oscillating in space mm-hmm. waiting for a time to be in each other's lives again. Yes. I really like that. I if I was a bluebird, I would fly to you. It's like a very sweet sentiment. Yeah. It's not groundbreaking lyricism. No. He's no Taylor Swift, but no. like it's fine. There are songs on that album that are bad. The yeah. song Cinema is a stupid song. Hate it. It's just like dumb. I was bored. It yeah, some of the songs are like I mean, they're they're like it's a nothing burger. You know what I mean? It's like this is not this is nothing. Whatever this song is is literally nothing. The Impossible Burger, Mom, it's impossible because it doesn't exist. <laughs> it doesn't exist, bestie. <laughs> it's just like I don't know, whatever. And yeah. it's also really frustrating because I really liked Fine Line. I think almost every song on that album is really strong. Yeah. Um. I still, I still shake it to adore you oh oh my god are you kidding that song is like that absolutely there are so many songs on that album that are that are baseline fun and then more emotional the Mm. song fine line by itself really gets me too Uh but like this new one and most of the people that i've talked to most of the people in my life that have listened to it are like it's fine yeah but it's like whatever i liked one song and one song only and i think freak show is that the title you mean little freak little freak that's the one yeah you didn't like the song Matilda? I've heard enough about Matilda. I, I drove three you hours to watch about, you know YouTube Matilda. Oh, period. You yeah. know that song's about Olivia Wilde? Uh, absolutely it is. Because she said as a child her favorite book growing up was Matilda. And so people are like, OMG, it's about yeah. Olivia, which it probably is. What a pick me girl thing to say. Oh, well, also, cinema is literally, yeah, literally, right? Cinema is also very literally about, it's literally about movies. And you're going right. to tell me that's about somebody that's not her? Come on. Come on. Harry, you've been in two movies. One of them is Dunkirk. Yeah. Li- <laughs> it's not about Dunkirk, girl. My favorite thing is when people are like, I think men like Harry Styles would stand to benefit from a year in the military. Like, they need to be, like, toughened up. And people will send, like, will reply in the Twitter replies pictures of him in Dunkirk and be like, he's literally a veteran. <laughs> because he was playing a soldier in that movie. And like, he's a veteran, see? It reminds me of, like, the girls... Like now, uh, I can't like attribute it to a particular woman. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if I would, I could. But mm-hmm. like the, I miss it with like men used to go to war and die. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it gets yeah. me together. Um, I I tell that to um, Chad, my PE coach. Oh, I was like, yeah. he, like whenever he, like I'm wearing like a shoe, like right now, uh, uh-huh. which is at the pot, I'm wearing a three inch khaki block heel. It's true, I'm I'm witness to it. Yes, it's from Shop here. It's twenty dollars. I highly recommend um but they uh he, whenever i wear a shoe like that to school and he's like that's kind of a, a wild shoe i i kind of dig it and i'm like chad don't you have a war to go fight in <laughs> don't you have to go lay down your life for something at some point yeah like for something i guess you just kick rocks already what chad. else what else can straight man do also of course his name is chad it, it is chad and he is the so chad stupid mm-hmm. um yeah i also feel that way about about happier than ever about the Billie Eilish album, which I know I'm a little yeah. late to the party on that. Yeah, I felt that way like too. But it's like fine. It's you simply know? fine. Did you hear Kelly Clarkson do happier than ever? Yes, it's very good. It's very good. Wow. But and like there are certain songs on that album that are really strong. The song, the titular song, "Happier Than Ever," is very good. Banger. I love that song. But that's about as good as it gets on that album. And NDA my- is great. I will not have NDA slander. It's like fine. For for me, it's like fine. 
I had an out of body experience. <laughs> the, uh, and I like her her monologue. That's the not my responsibility. She talks about like if I wear what's comfy, I'm not a woman. But if I show too much skin, I'm a slut. Like right. that monologue is very. I love that monologue. It's great. But <clears throat> happier than ever is about as good as that album gets, in my opinion. She had a tweet that was quote tweet that was really good recently mm-hmm. that I just happened upon. Somebody she like was seen out in baggy clothes. And mm-hmm. uh, someone, like some man, like tweeted it and a picture of it was like, well, first we had baggy clothes and then she was wearing skin tight stuff and now she's back to baggy clothes. What happened? And Billie Eilish re- quote tweeted it and said, a woman is wearing what she wants. That's what happened. Yeah. Like get a grip, get a grip. Get a grip. Also the picture. Go of back to her... wearing your cargo khaki shorts. Yeah. Tom. Yeah. Tom yeah literally dead. with your like, uh, what for your freaking like iPhone belt clip on the outside of your pants. Give me a break. Yeah. And like, she has also said that that picture that was on the internet for her uh, of her for forever of her in a tank top and people were like oh she's fat you know whatever whatever she was like that picture was literally taken from my car on the sidewalk to the front door of my brother's house like i could not have been walking a shorter distance if i tried and someone still had a problem with it like and, and like it you know saying that in the context of like i'm literally statistically i'm never gonna make everybody happy that's just not gonna happen right so I really like her. I like her as a, but like in terms of a storytelling avenue of a whole album, I don't know. We missed it's the mark. like fine. It's like fine. Yeah. What you got for the top, bestie? You already know what I got for the top. Speaking of homophobia, my top of the, the pyramid is it's National Pride Month. It's Gay Month. Woo! Woo! And anybody, and this is a public service announcement to anybody who knows me personally in my life that if you do not wish me a happy Pride Month within ten minutes of seeing me or contacting me, you are homophobic, and I will never talk to you ever again. Period. <laughs> Thank you. Period. We're keeping a running tally of homophobia. Exactly. People. Do not tell me anything yep. this month. Yep. If you are, if you tell me to be quiet, if you shush me, you are silencing gay voices. <laughs> I will cancel you faster than <laughs> the river running south. Um, uh, I think I said this to somebody recently. I can't remember who it was, but I think, and like this is a, like a very genuine thing. Are you ready? I'm gonna say something very genuine to you. Okay, I, that don't can't roll right. your eyes at me. That can't be right. Um, th- there are two people. It two for real, for real. Two people in my life that I think are funnier than me. Mm-hmm. Jamie and you. I love Jamie. And we love Jamie. You and Jamie are the only people in my life that are that I think are funnier than me. Which is a very self centered thing to think, but it's also important to know our strengths and weaknesses. I can't do math, but I'm also funny. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and one of the f- <laughs> one of the funniest things that you say in like common um like conversation is when we're like going somewhere and like you keep getting stopped by red lights and you're like these these street lights are homophobic <laughs> like any mild minor inconvenience homophobia it is homophobia <laughs> it just kills me i think it's so funny it's the world out to get me <clears throat> truly yeah oh my gosh i'm dying um my top of the pyramid <clears throat> you're gonna hate this are you ready oh uh, i can't <laughs> my top of the pyramid is austin butler no, no, I'm gonna let you have this one. Really? Okay, He's good. So fine. So here's my here's like my like theory about yes. men, okay. specifically men who uh, are being feminized for the sake of appe- of appealing to a female audience. Sure. Okay. Yes. Harry Styles uh-huh. is written by a man. I agree. Austin Butler is written by a woman. 
period. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. That yes. a man would think, oh, this is what women want and would make Harry Styles. But a woman would think, actually, it's this and would write <laughs> Austin Butler. It's this 6'4 twink. Dude. And it, what, like, gender neutral dude. What gets me the most about Austin Butler specifically is that he... He does the the thing that like Jack Harlow cannot do, which Jack Harlow in his interactions with fans um, is so creepy and so weird. Yes. I don't know why we like him. I've mm. I said this. This was the he was the bottom of my pyramid. Episode like one. episode one. He is so creepy to me mm-hmm. that he remembers who comes to the shows. He's like always hitting on fans. He's always like giving that like aha ha e boy feeling constantly. It's yeah. so weird to me mm-hmm. that people love him. Like he's. He also looks like he's never fully taken a shower. He yeah. looks like he uses three in one like soap, shampoo, conditioner, and is only in the shower for like a grand total of 10 minutes. Mm. And he's never washed his face. I can't with him. But, but Austin Butler is very nice to people, but mm. in a non creepy way. He can get it. Like he was at the Met Gala maybe recently where he was wearing Prada like head to toe. Like yes. they fully paid for him to go to that event. Yes. And somebody, and he's walking past an interviewer. He's not stopping to be interviewed. He's just kind of walking past. And she's like, Austin, who are you wearing? And he like stops as the group like uh, that he's with keeps moving. And he like looks at her and addresses the interviewer. And he says, he says something like, uh, you know, like I'm wearing Prada head to toe. And then he says like, have a great night. It was nice to see you and keeps going. But he doesn't, he's not so invasive. Austin, come home. The kids miss you. It literally, like he's so... <laughs> nice and he's so good looking but he's not like over the top like we get it you're an arts kid you know right and we have plenty of those yeah oh my god we end up having a bfa amanda we have so many like (laughs) and i also told somebody the other day like a straight guy in the arts like you just got to keep an eye open i know too many of them you know what i mean or it's like i don't really know about you I have questions. Every straight man from the program that we came from, I say we as if I also was in this program. I was not, but I was adjacent. You were adjacent to the theater program. I was adjacent to the theater program. Every man, slimy. Every man. Literally. There was not one theater straight in the program that we were in. That I got my degree in and you were involved in extracurricularly. Heavily. Heavily. There was not one straight in that theater program, straight guy, who wasn't a red flag. Disgusting. Slimy, yeah. Slimy. Honestly, homophobia as well. Yeah, truly. Homophobic, thinking that being a straight in the arts makes them better, Mm. like, past. We say that God is a woman, but a woman would never do this to us. That's the truth. Right. That's the truth. When God was making the theater program at the school that we went to, God was a man that day. (laughs) (laughs) God is gender fluid. You heard it here first. (laughs) You did. You did. You ready to get into this episode? Let's get into it. I'm dying. Okay. So this is technically episode 10 mm-hmm. of season two. And yeah. it's not a mistake that this is that we went from eight to 10, which when you and I started to watch this episode just a few minutes ago, I was like, where's like, and I like scroll back through the feed of the podcast. And I was like, did I forget an episode? But what really happened was that, which this is like, this is insane. What happened in like to a ridiculous level, what happened was that when the show was airing season to episode nine was a an episode called topless showgirls and the the artistic vision i guess if you could even call it artistic um of last week's like group number was abby giving the girls these gigantic fans 
and they were like Vegas showgirls with them. But when they would open the fans, they were all they were wearing like nude outfits and looked like they were naked. So it premiered. It aired only in the states, mm-hmm. and then when it was released to DVD, digital copies, and now on streaming, it that episode got taken out because people were really mad about it. Understandably so, right? Because that's insane artistic vision there was no artistic and the only way it would make sense for you to do that is that there was no vision either i mean yeah honestly i believe miller's school for school for girls dance academy for the blind (laughs) for the performing arts (laughs) um yeah so so it is episode 10 yes i do want to pause because i forgot to do something okay i want to talk about the review that i got and i want to talk about an email i got i forgot to do both of those things i'm gonna do right now yes the first is a review that i got that i have questions i don't have questions i'm sure this was a very genuine review but it lights it it fuels my hate fire um because the review i got was uh, i don't even remember how many stars it was i'm really sorry i saw it and cackled and then for like immediately forgot to check on the stars but it doesn't the star like rating doesn't really matter the body of the review just said more eli on the podcast please which gives me another reason to hate him immediately to jail (laughs) to hate to hate eli Eli, I know you're listening to this. Don't take that as a compliment. I know you're like cackling probably in the gym by yourself as you like get get swole. Eating some chicken with no seasoning (laughs) to be found. And white or brown rice and like drinking an IPA or whatever. But stop. Do not think that's a compliment. Don't don't gas this man up, please. If you're going to talk about him on the internet, it better be cyberbullying him. Do not gas up Eli. Out of all the, the like dude like what am i trying to say like Mm. dude associated people on my podcast he's the one who sucks the most yeah don't guess up eli gross but thank you for the review um because it boosts my thanks for the publicity (laughs) i mean yeah honestly and then the second was an email that i got about um the starlight coke yeah starlight coca-cola and because i was talking about this with faith last week about the difference between excuse me, about the difference between regular Coke and Starlight Coke and like what it is and what it's supposed to be. And so I got this email from a listener named Tony. It says, hi, Amanda, my name is Tony and I'm actually an employee with Coca-Cola and have tried the Starlight Coca-Cola soda before and it's actually supposed to taste like a s'mores. Oh. How a s'mores would taste. The can itself kind of depicts that by starting out red and uh, the ombre up into a whitish color representing like the sparks coming from a campfire into the lights of stars, thus being called starlight. That's really cool. So I thought I'd answer your question on what the soda is supposed to taste like when you mentioned it at the beginning of the last episode. That is helpful, that it is supposed to taste like s'mores and like evoke the feeling of like an outdoor campfire, like summer night kind of feeling. It's really tasty. Have you tried it before? No, I haven't. It's very good. You need to get into it. It's really tasty. And what a lovely man too. When the girls and gays take over, he can stay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we start eating the man, Tony can stay. That's right. Tony can hang out. Tony can hang out. Eli, first to go. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> out the door. Out. Okay. So now actually back to the episode. Great. So episode nine is the lost episode. Mm-hmm. I found some stills. You can find stills on the internet. I It is a lot. And I'm glad it's lost because it's troubling. It's like, it's like kind of, I don't know. It's like not even, um, it's not even fun for TV. Hello. Why is it beeping? Oh, I bet the bucket's full. Hang on. The bucket is full. Let me go. Um, 
Okay, now the dehumidifier is empty. We can keep going. Back to business. Okay. So, yeah, the episode nine is lost for a reason. Allegedly, during that episode, Chloe did a commercial for Kathy's husband's beef jerky business. Slay. (laughs) And there was also that number that didn't even place. But, like, really not having that episode, the way that they kind of edited episode 10 this episode you don't really notice that anything's really missing they don't Mm -hmm. talk about last week enough for it to really make a difference but it is important to know that we did not skip an episode lifetime took has taken that and gotten rid of its lost episode episode nine is so this week we're in pittsburgh did you notice the like when we get that establishing shot in pittsburgh the this music for this episode is all over the place. Very. I have what is this national treasure music? Is this Pirates of the Caribbean? It's like this like sea shanty kind of music playing in the background, mm-hmm. and we're in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, at the Abby Lee Miller School for the Arts. It's like that doesn't make any. It just doesn't like line up. And it, there are several times this episode where I'm like, what is this music? Like, what? It's very foreboding. It's very scary. We're setting up the drama. I, yeah, I guess it's very strange. But we're in the mirror room, the like main room. Excuse me. Oh my gosh. Drinking a lot of water to get this flushed out. And now I'm, I just sound like a mess because I am. Um, the group last week didn't even place. And Kelly mentions that Abby can't take the blame. She's like, you know, she's immediately blaming the kids. But maybe it was Abby's fault because the number was really inappropriate and she just can't take the blame. Mm. So the pyramid. The pyramid. Bottom of the pyramid, Mackenzie. Duh. Sure. Which none of these like people, like none of the placements make any sense in in terms of Abby justifying any of them. Right. She just says the positions and like that's it. You know what I mean? She doesn't like really go on. And maybe she did when it was an unedited version and we had last week for context. Yes. But for this, she just kind of names off names. It's very strange. Mm -hmm. But it's Mackenzie, Paige, and Nia. Uh huh. Chloe. Because she didn't win first. She's in the middle. Sure. But then also Brooke is there for an undetermined reason. I don't understand. Um, And then Maddie's at the top again. Duh. And she says she feels bad for everybody else. Yeah. Which is kind of sweet. She's like, I know they work really hard too. They work really hard. Yeah. Which is precious. But usually, you know what I mean? Like usually Abby stops and talks to each of the girls. And she did. But every justification was like, I need you to do better. She usually gives kind of specific critiques. Yeah. Even to like one. people like Nia and Paige who are kind of like filler character star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, you know, like you need to do this X, Y, Z. Yeah. But they just weren't specific. Which just- later, like when we started talking about when we get, when we were about to start talking about what happens later in the episode, it makes even less sense. Right. Because she's saying things like, well, if she wants to get something, she needs to put in the effort. She needs to do it. But you're not giving her the notes to let her yeah. do that. Yeah. You just be better is the note. Like that's so unhelpful. It's ridiculous. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. That's like that's like telling somebody it was like oh you have cancer pray <laughs> yeah thoughts and prayers <laughs> thoughts, thoughts, and, thoughts prayers. and also prayers thoughts and prayers um, thoughts and or prayers the random notes that I have uh Christy is wearing the <laughs> best outfit I have maybe I ever don't seen even in my remember life what it was, it was not okay attention to the uh, fashion. do not worry I have like at least three sentences of notes <laughs> okay good they uh, just about this dress it's like a little trench moment. But it's like a blush pink. So like it has like okay. all of like the buttons and like the belt that like uh-huh. cinches the waist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it just like comes out to be like a little mini skirt like above the the knees. Uh-huh. But it's like kind of a heavier material. So it doesn't like yeah. perk up like a tutu would. Right. It's just a nice like pleather 
Uh, oh, it's pleather? But, yes. Interesting. It's so good. Is it a coat? Do you think it was an it's, outer layer It's coat? almost like a coat, but she's wearing it as if it's just, it's just a like dress a full stop. Yeah. Um, and it, it's just magnificent. It immediately catches my attention. I was like, Christy, I don't care what that be saying. Christy's the best dressed mom. Easy. E- I mean, easy, easy. And yeah. but when we were last on here, we talked a lot about like the age difference meaning a lot. And she's the youngest. Christy's the youngest. Christy's mom. the youngest yeah. out mm-hmm. of the, that little group. Yeah. So like it makes kind of sense to me because yeah. like the younger people are always more on the trend. Yeah. You know, not to be ageist, but like that's usually what it, the, yeah. the I mean, look at the material. Be. Look at the material. And the material is pleather. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Period. Um, also, Nia, when she was like had her shot, like when they're talking about the pyramid, the bags under that girl's eyes. She's so tired. She's so stressed. She's working doubles at the local Olive Garden, and she also <laughs> has to be here, and she also has school. Yeah, she is also working like DoorDash and Uber yeah. in her free time. Yeah. She has a math test tomorrow, and her boss is like running flashcards with her during her 15 minute Absolutely. Break. She's having a rough her time. Her two little side ponytails that are just like, you know she put them on and like, or put her hair in them like in the car on yes. the way there like she for all you know like all the her good things she looks like a mess she woke up at five in the morning she's like and looked in the mirror was like another day <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's drinking a cup of coffee and like reading the paper and she's like she has like a little mini bottle of whiskey that she poured into the coffee yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so we find out that this week we are going to miami and i said <laughs> what a way to start pride month huh someone call pitbull going <laughs> Because I'm gonna get Mr. Worldwide on the phone. Mr. Worldwide, it's a 305 reporting live. <laughs> yeah, and Abby says it's the land of sun, sand, and pool boys. Yuck. Like, okay, gross. Yeah, they're children. But the girls are pumped. They hear the word beach and are like screaming. They're so excited. Sure. Which like, I mean, they're chi- they're literal children. They're children. So like, the beach is a very exciting process. Like, and they're they the Pennsylvania. Exactly. They're like, we see them like loading up the bus, and it is snowing, mm-hmm. like gross, gray, sludgy snowing in the right. background. Um, so the girls are really excited. Um, Abby makes a comment about bikinis that makes me really uncomfortable that we don't have to talk about. And it anyway. So moving on. Yeah. Here we go. Nia has a solo. Or this is Abby dishing out like mm. the who's the best. There's a group number. Everybody's in it. And the kids is like even me, and she's like yes. Mm-hmm. Everybody's in the group number. Nia has a solo. Mm-hmm. Maddie, Chloe, and Paige have a trio. Uh-huh. And Maddie and Chloe also have solo. So it's Nia, Maddie, Chloe solo. Maddie, Chloe, Paige trio yes. group number. Uh-huh. And the group number is a is like a an ode to. Um, like the 60s and like beach movies and like that kind of feeling mm-hmm. she like n- she like names some names that don't mean anything because nobody knows who those people are anymore but that the, it's like the fun like retro beach vibe that is happening um but Paige mentions that she has to get warts cut out of her feet yeah which sounds so painful and warts are nasty to deal with yeah and so like gross and Kelly's like, I can't move the appointment. We've moved it like 15 times. Like she has to get her warts taken care of this mm-hmm. week, right. which would leave her like two more days to, to prepare and like be like after the appointment, getting used to the feeling and like her still being sore and still being in pain. So there's, you know, throughout this whole episode, yeah. there's a lot of like, will she, won't she kind of with the warts. Yeah. And here I am back on my BS being an Abby apologist. Oh, yeah? I thought she handed this very professionally, and I was super I impressed. I think so, too. Like, she did it, like, for, out of a place of, like, oh, yeah, that can be the worst. Like, if you, yeah. if we need to pull from the trio, let me know. 
Yeah, but I think she understands, like, this is a thing that has to get taken care of. Yes. And she understands as a dancer, like, mm. this is, like, we need to kind of, like, get it together. With Abby's reputation and what we know of her, it would be very easy for us to assume that she would be like, oh, come on. Like, yeah. the planter's warts, like, you can't just You're dance on them. You're on purpose. Yeah. Right. Like, you just say that you don't want to dance and move on. But she handled it like, oh, yeah, let's go ahead and take care of that because that takes priority. Like, that was, it was refreshing to see her do all that and like right. be professional because right. she's so often not professional. Right, right, right. So then, so we talk about the warts, then it cuts to Ohio and we immediately open with the sound of cows, incredible. which feels kind of like a read. It you is know, a read and the they're right. It's incredible. <laughs> Kendall is having a private lesson. Again, weird music in the background as Kendall's like doing her lesson that just like music that does not match up with the vibe of what's going on. Mm-hmm. But there it is. Um, and, you know, they're like, OMG, like, we're having the best time ever. Like, Kathy, you see Kathy, like, giving giving Kendall, like, the most generic dance instruction ever. And, and or pra- praise. Yeah. And she's like, you're doing so well. I'm so proud. And Jill's like, oh, my God. Like, this is so different. You fixed four things in 15 minutes. And I'm like, girl, give me, like, two cups of coffee and a Mountain <laughs> Dew, and I will fix the financial problems of America. Yeah, she obviously does <laughs> not know any queer people. Truly. You know what I mean? Queer people who I'm have like, who have high anxiety and unmedicated ADHD. <laughs> yeah, the things I can do with the right amount of caffeine and materials. It, it would shake you to your. I'll core. build you a school tomorrow. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um. So, and we get I don't know like what five minutes of this, and then it cuts back. So it's like it's there's nothing of substance in this. Yes. Other than just like seeing that Kendall and Jill and Kathy are all getting along. Yeah, like whatever. It's like whatever. Now we are three days out from the competition. We're in Pits- uh, back in Pittsburgh. Abby says in her talking head that with like the retro 60s feel of this number, mm-hmm. she wants to take the kids back to a time of innocence. Hmm. I said, the 60s? You mean when black people were being lynched and women didn't have rights? Also drugs. Also drugs? Age <laughs> of innocence? Age of innocence for who? The straight white man probably, but like... Literally nobody else was like living it up in the 60s. What are you talking about? Also. An age of innocence. An age of innocence, my backside. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) Also, the amount of baby boomers that came from that era, the amount of sex that was happening, indescribable. That is not the age of innocence. age of innocence. That's the age of hooking up, mom. Yeah. (laughs) Because the 60s gave birth to the 70s. You know what I mean? And the 70s, like... Even more chaos. Even more. Like, but all that's being set up in the 60s. Like, the 60s were not a good time for, like, most people in America. Right. The straight white man and, like, most, like... And, like, women who were, like, fine with domesticity... They were having a great time. Nobody else was having fun in the 60s. Homosexuality was still being categorized as a mental illness. Exactly. People were going to jail for it. Yeah. Black people were being segregated. Yeah. Like, like, what are you talking about? It's so whatever. An age of innocence for middle class white people? Sure. Sure. Which, like, when has that not been the case? You're right. You know what I mean? So it's just another, like, I mean, flagrant. um, That's not what I meant to say. But a very obvious demonstration (laughs) of her privilege. Flagrant demonstration. Flagrant. You can smell it really well. Um, but like, you know what I mean? Like, it's such an obvious, what, why are you squinting at me? Is that what flagrant means? Alexa, what's the definition of the word flagrant? Wow. 
I am the smartest person alive. No, 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 no. I said it right the first time, and then I doubted myself. Uh, uh, no, Flagrant no, no. is obvious. They're synonyms. But you were this saying. This thing said it in the corner. Okay, I got confused because you were talking about smelling. And I was like, I Girl. was thinking, I, wait, I got it, I got it. I got it, I got it in my brain. Flagrant is when it's really obvious. I was yes. thinking of the smelling being fragrant. <laughs> Oh. Not her trying to accuse me of sexism on Pride Dang. Month. Homophobia. I'm so smart. I'm Homo- the smartest person. I love myself. I'm homophobia the for person. everybody in the room. <laughs> I'm the smartest person who's ever lived. I love myself. I'm tired of being attacked. But that, uh, this, the age of innocence is a very flagrant demonstration of Abby's white privilege. Yes, it's very obvious. Like, very notable. And very smelly. So the privilege, honestly, stinks. <laughs> smelly. We There's so much from a mile away. From a mile away. That's right. There you go. Good save. Thank you. Uh-huh. Um, the moms are up in the Lido deck, and Melissa asked Kelly, can you not just wait to have the warts removed a different week? And I have a different, you mean like during another competition? Like they're competing all the time. Every like week. it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's not, there's no off season for these gals. Right. So it doesn't really matter. Um, and then Holly, so let me back up. Paige says a thing about the warts. Yes. And so Abby's thinking like, okay, well, if you can't do the trio, I need to know so I can put somebody else in. And so Holly then is telling the moms, like, I really hope that if Abby has to swap out Paige, excuse me, she'll pick Nia. Mm -hmm. So, but Holly is saying she's really ticked because Abby like saw how much Nia wanted the solo and she could like see her visible excitement and then passed over her anyway, which like Abby hasn't made any decisions. I, I'm I'm always Team Holly. I just don't understand her anger in this moment. I feel like we jumped to conclusions too fast. Yeah, she just assumed that because she didn't put Nia in in that moment, that Nia's not going to get the trio. Because Paige so could be fine. Exactly. So she's like peeved about that already. But I don't understand. Like, I support Holly no matter what. I tacitly support Holly. Holly. Always Team Dr. Holly. But I don't get why she's perturbed in this moment in time. Right. But I mean, whatever. Sure. So, yeah, who cares? But she says, I'm usually, she said, you know, like, normally I would address Abby, but I don't, she says like, something like, I don't feel like I'm in the right frame of mind to go do that because I'm usually not as ticked as I am right now. And I have, this is Holly being ticked. Bestie, Please. are you kidding me? Please. This She looks like cool as an undisturbed river. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she looks totally fine. And she's like, I'm ticked. Where? If she's truly actually angry, if she's throwing things, you better call the National Guard. Yeah, li- this, this is, is her, her ticked. Yeah, exactly. So Holly goes in to, to talk to Abby about this anyway. Now, in my opinion, she should not have done this. This She was asking for trouble at this I agree. point. And she should have known better. And she should have known better. She shouldn't have let Christy and Kelly talk her into this either. Mm. Because Christy and Kelly love to stir. If they love one thing, it's stirring the pot. You better believe it. So, like, they were hyping Holly up to, like, go do this. And she goes out and she interrupts Abby's rehearsal, which, like, Abby notoriously hates. Yes. she all That never works out well. No. And so Abby just rips her a new one and is screaming at, not just, like, yelling and carrying on but she's Mm. like screaming at her and holly is i guess upset too she's like you know previously ticked Mm. and she just goes on goes in too and so abby starts screaming she immediately starts screaming about uh, at holly about being a principal right she's like what if i came to your school and into your office and interrupted your and it's like 
I have a, I wonder why Abby fixates on the success of another woman as being a weakness. Right. Like, oh, you think you like, she assumes that Holly thinks she's better than Abby because Holly's a principal of a school. When Holly's never said anything even remotely close to that kind of language ever. We don't have to say anything about Holly being better than Abby because we know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm. Um, Holly, I think she's at a disadvantage because she's stepping into Abby's space on Abby's time. Right. So she's like into the belly of the beast. She's you know? fighting a losing battle before it even began. Exactly. And then Abby, so Abby and Holly go out into the lobby and you can hear the lobby from the Lido deck because yes. there's no doors. It's just like stairs up to the observation room. Mm-hmm. And Christy is scrolling absentmindedly on her phone, probably through Facebook, right. scrolling and just looking at her phone. And she goes, she could at least give her a little bit of respect. <clears throat> scrolling through her phone. Oh, she always the pe- She's always in the balcony, always in the peanut gallery. And for that, we live. It's so funny. And then Holly says that this is it. She said, I'm never, she says, I am never stepping foot in the studio again, which we know is not true, but no work, I guess. Right. So we're two days out from the competition the next day mm-hmm. nia there's a group rehearsal mm-hmm. nia is missing right who could say why she's not missing nia and holly are not there she's a i should say she is not missing she's not on the lamb she's not on the run from the the fez she's yes. just catch her on your there. local milk carton yeah literally. her next gig she's just there <laughs> yeah or she's not there i mean um and so then it, <laughs> it cuts to me and jake <laughs> in the top and Kelly and Christy have this exchange that we've talked about before on the podcast where they look at each other and go, it's just us, just you and me. And then one of them goes, nobody likes us. And then I think it's Kelly that goes, the two bitches. (laughs) (laughs) The two bitches are left. (laughs) Nobody likes us. The two bitches. This is you and me, Jacob. Incredible. This is you and me at our college reunion when no one will come up to talk to us Absolutely. in the future. 10 out of 10. 100%. Just the two of us left. No one likes yeah. us. The two bitches. Um, and then that's it. I mean, we don't really see a whole lot. Do you have anything else? We, I mean, we yeah. don't really see a lot in this moment in time. So Chrissy also at this point is talking. I've, I've made a note about how she's talking about in her talking head. She's saying like, um, you know, like we're really missing Holly. If Holly's gone, oh, yeah. that's a really solid contribution. Yeah, you're right. She's our middle. And she said, I said, Christy Lukusiak, self-aware queen, because she said, all he keeps us saying, if that's even possible. Period. And I'm like, yeah. well, this is dramatic irony because you know it's not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not possible. Exactly. You're going to lose your mind anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're a force of nature that cannot be stopped. You're going to go, you're going to lose your mind no matter what. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I talk about calling the National Guard for Holly. It's already there for Christy. They're outside the door. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, so then we cut to seeing Paige getting her warts like lasered off her feet, which was like very jarring. I wasn't expecting to see that, but it's fine. It it wasn't like a surgical thing. It was like Mr. Doctor had like a little like laser thingy and was just like pew pew. And although there was like a, I mean, you and I cackled a ridiculously dramatic, like electrocution sound effect that played over it sounded like she was in the electric chair it was amazing it was so stupid it was a piece of cinema Ugh. showtime's editors were in their oscar bag yeah getting they, this shot because yes. it was you have to understand it was a shot they're playing very dramatic music like yeah, the whole op- time like very dramatic music like operatic like choir like it might as well have been like oh fortuna you know like like it was crazy like it was it was all it was was the shot in slow-mo of course of Paige holding (laughs) her mom's hand and Uh like 
like there was like a slow-mo of like her pulling her like hand the grip in. getting tighter yeah. and then like it immediately cuts to okay you're done yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's such a heel turn. It's so um, strange. Also, I wrote in my notes, um, I hate straight people because this <sighs> doctor has the personality of a wet paper bag. I mean, yeah. It he is... does say, he does make a comment that I really appreciated where he says like, I can tell you that it's okay for you to dance, but your body might tell you something else. Which is really refreshing Which, and nice. I really like that distinction of the doctor saying like, you, like, you'll probably um from what i've seen you could be fine yeah but also your individual body may tell you that you're not ready to dance again and that's okay too mm -hmm. i'm not going to tell you one thing and tell you to push yourself through it through the pain yeah if you need to listen to your body which mm -hmm. like in my experience i don't know if a doctor's ever told me to listen to my body you know what i mean like that is not a common thing if to anything hear. it's very much tell your body to shut up absolutely absolutely mm -hmm. so i like that a lot so we're one day out now. Maddie solo. We see five minutes. It's great. It's called All My Life. She's 10 years old, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, all 10 <laughs> years of her life. All yeah. 10 years. What has she done? Yeah, exactly. A Nobel Peace Prize, maybe? Exactly. Chloe solo. It's great. Whatever. I mean, it. it's like not even five minutes. And they're like, okay, that's great. Do you have any thoughts about this? No, I'm just so excited to get to the next scene. <laughs> bring it in girl what you got uh okay so the next scene we're cutting to jill uh -huh. uh, we're back in ohio uh -huh. jill is like talking is like walking through the road with kendall uh, -huh. uh kathy is like also the receptionist i guess yeah she's like sitting behind the desk getting her but bag the desk has like glass it right. looks like she's at a bank it's like a it's so weird. i feel like it used to be a doctor's office maybe yeah something that's, like that's that it, it has giving. like the sliding glass partition yes. yeah or like a like those movie theaters where you have to like they slide the tickets underneath. Yeah, it's really weird. They were prepping for COVID. Up. They were like, "Don't give me influenza." Yeah, to give me the common gold. Kathy's afraid somebody's going to reach over and punch her. That's what it is. Um, I know that's right. Which like fair. I, I punched Kathy. Fair too. thing to be concerned about, probably. Um, anyway, so she is telling uh, Jill. She's like, "I have a plan for her. I have a gig for her," as they would say in Hollywood. Oh my soul left my body as they say in hollywood i have a gig because <laughs> <laughs> it was like the funniest thing she's ever said 2012 anyway <sighs> so she's like i i got her like dancing at halftime for harlem gold club tryers and immediately joe was like oh she's destined for this my little candle is the reincarnation of kareem abdul jabbar <laughs> this is the perfect opportunity yeah. for kendall to shine yeah. <laughs> like yeah. all right whatever work i guess yeah yeah but i mean which honestly is a pretty cool gig like have you ever seen yeah. a of before? um mama they came to ease Hardin christian school <gasps> they did they did dang they came to our little pocket of heaven antioch tennessee <laughs> And well, that's a joke. Cool, if you're not from Antioch, it's like it's, that's it's rough. A, a it's joke. A it's, yeah. Um, but that they're cool. I think I saw them yeah. when I was in like maybe middle school. Like we got tickets. I went to see them at Lipscomb probably because sure. they have like the basketball. They have um, the basketball. <laughs> as my father is literally in the Hall of Fame and out. Yeah, it's like they have the basketball. Um, I pr I'm like 95 percent sure we saw them at Lipscomb. Anyway, and that they were the really sense. really good. <laughs> it was like a fun, cool. It's experience. very showboaty. It's cute. It's yeah, fun. and it was it's very the much like this time period. Yes, they did a lot of promo in this. I don't know if they're like still around. Anymore. I think they are. I'm sure they are. But they make um, so much money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh -huh. But it's cute. It's fun. 
Um, so yeah, so Kendall's gonna do the halftime performance for. Sorry, my intrusive thoughts are going girl. I was like, it's, <laughs> my mind was like, it's camp. I'm like, no, it's not. The Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> camp. <laughs> the Harlem Globetrotters are the definition of camp. They are the definition of camp. Um, you know, it is the definition of camp. The name of the trio that Chloe and Maddie and Paige are working on. What an excellent segue. It's called what? The Divas. <laughs> no, it's called Lay Divas. L-E-S. Lay Divas. Lay Divas. I said in my notes, Lay oh Divas. God. Happy Pride. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. I can't and I won't, frankly. Oh, so funny. Oh, my God. Lay Divas. So we see them practicing. Paige's feet hurt a lot. And Abby's like, I don't know if we have any other option other than to pull the trio. Because they're out of people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We can't, like, we can't apologize and have Nia be in it. We just have to pull it. There's no, like, alternative there. You know what I mean? Like, right. Oh, what a, and that, like, ter- that amounts to nothing. But there's, yeah. like, a moment of, like, you know, panic. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you know? We see, like, a little bit of the, yeah, the trio practice. Um... And then we cut to like the next day or like later on that day. And Holly is back with Nia. They were gone for a day and a half, I think. That's what uh, Abby said. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Abby says in her talking head that she says, well, Holly blew up at me. (gasps) Um, Roll the tape because that is not what happened. And then she says, I would never let a kid's parent hold them back. Roll the tape. You let that happen all the time. Daily. Like, and openly say, your mom is ruining your life. You say that to Chloe all the time. Your mom's holding you back. At least once a day. L- roll the tape. Check the footage. It's part That's of Abby Lee Miller's morning affirmations. That is not, yes, absolutely. That is not the case. You are a liar. Mm. You're, and I have, oh, I guess so we're telling lies today. That's what we're doing. We're telling um, lies. I just said, no, Nia's ponytail looks so cute. Also true. <laughs> so obviously we can see where my priorities are right now. And then Holly says, I guess I'll just be the bigger person. Slay. Period incredible as she should she needs that she's well as she said like the whole thing i think was like i need to show nia that you need to yes. take the high road uh-huh i was like what isn't a lesson for nia slay period i slay. love her a master class in parenting it's slaying <laughs> yeah feeling slayed <laughs> hashtag feeling slayed hashtag feeling slayed <laughs> um so we see nia solo rehearsal at, it's not looking good team it is she's well she's got those was, bit knees I, before that was the group Oh, I missed that. Oh, my gosh. She did the group. Like, she was put into the group rehearsal because Abby says, oh, yes, you yes, better yes. not mess up because yes. you missed a whole day Yeah, I totally didn't write And then Abby. immediately yes. after that is Nia cutting the camera to Nia giving it to the girls. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nia goes way harder in Nia that. Nia is in her so- Oscars bag. Yeah, in she that group number. She is in the 60s. She said, segregation where? I'm a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a white man. <laughs> I am the most empowered person on the floor. She's performing like she's Orson Welles. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, incredible. So then we get to Nia's solo rehearsal and it's not looking good. Yes. And then in the cutting to the mobs, uh, I said, Melissa's, Melissa's in her Oscars back, pretending that she's happy the Holly's back. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Whatever. Um, but now we're on the solo. I'm surprised she's still getting one. I am too. I thought she, well, because when Holly goes to confront Abby, she says, I gave your, your daughter a solo tonight and you blew it. I thought she was going to cut it so right So I was like, then. oh, she's going to cut the solo, but then she didn't. 
because there's only five roles. Exactly. So Empty chart to a solo. It's interesting, yeah. <laughs> Who else are you going to give it to? Yeah. Well, then that would be in direct contradiction to her brand new philosophy of never letting a parent get in the way of their child's success. Yeah, new year, new me. Uh, yeah, exactly. A, <laughs> a, a um, core tenant that she started today, I guess. Yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Sure, it's Jan. It's that she built overnight. Yeah, sure, Jan. Um. So then we're on the bus to go to the airport. Abby seems like way less terrifying on the bus. Yeah. Like she almost seems, it is almost funny when she's screaming at the girls and they're on a bus. I'm like, girl, you're, you have no power here, which like, yeah, exactly. This is you know what I mean? It, exactly. She's just like, the competition starts now. I'm like, okay. You know, like she just seen, it's so much easier to dismiss her. Yeah. When we're not in her studio. It'd be so much easier also and more e- easier on the girls to just say, all right, let's get in the headspace because we're about to go to the competition. Yeah. Or just like not say anything. That works Let too. them be children. That's an idea. I don't know about that one. But then we get one of these like early 2010s super cuts of all these things in like the like the club, the beach, the bus, the plane, all of these like, blah, 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 like super cuts. And there are at least seven different frames of just a pride flag. Miami said, hi, gay. (laughs) They are foreshadowing the fact that about mm, a third of the dance bomb girls are going to grow up to be queer. Yeah. (laughs) It was this. It was them seeing the pride flag that just. It was their gateway. Final nail in the coffin. Absolutely. Someone told my parents that. That's what it is. They're like, yeah. We saw a pride flag. flag. Gay. Gay. It's too late. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So Abby goes to the beach with the kids and the moms are at the pool, kind of just like being like wine moms together. It's wine sure, o'clock kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Abby asks the kids who saw the movie Beach Bingo, which is what she asked them to watch. Mm-hmm. Nia, of course, did her homework because of her mom's course. an educator. Uh, correct. Nobody else watched the movie and she makes the kids do 50 push-ups on the beach. 50 Five zero fifty. Mackenzie does not have access to Melissa's Amazon Prime account. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what what, what were they supposed to do? to do? How are they supposed to find Beach Bingo in what 2012, 2013? Yeah, we're gonna go run to Blockbuster and see if it's in stock. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Is it in Redbox? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Hey, so, mom. Can whatever. You, can you change around your Netflix CD uh, queue? Yeah. So that we can get Beach Bingo in. <laughs> That's what it is. It was the Netflix queue. Did you ever have that, that kind of a Netflix account? No, I didn't. You got the DVDs in the mail? Mm-hmm. I did. My family, well, not me. My I'm a first-generation Netflix user. It was, <laughs> I mean, the, the like, like euphoria of seeing the little red envelope in the mail with two DVDs, like, unmatched. It was incredible. Yeah. But, yeah, I also think that since Holly's an educator, she had an access to, like, the Smithsonian. And so she was like, yo, people in wherever the Smithsonian is, D.C., mm-hmm. run me a copy of Beach Bingo, because that's uh, the only way I'm going to be able to find you. it. Yeah, the yeah. Library of Congress, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Abby's like talking to the kids. They like she makes them run their dance in the sand, which is like so stupid. It's so, but they're also also giggling because they know how stupid they look. Yeah, you know they're like whatever. They're at the beach. They're excited. It's. I thought it was sweet. And then they're like, "Can we run into the water?" And she's like, "What if I pick you up and throw you into?" And they were like, "Ah!" Like forgotten. They all run into the water. They're like flipping and like turning into the waves. It is turning tricks into the waves. So sweet. It's just like the most fun. Yeah, they're just kids. Yeah. Um, but every time it cuts to the like where Abby had put all of their stuff, the pride flag is in the background. <laughs> Stuck in someone else's stuff, just like flapping in the wind. Abby's not slay. here to bite the jazz hand that beats her. She knows Absolutely what she did. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And then 
they get back to where Abby's they're like run up behind her they're screaming and then she goes where's Mackenzie and you look over and Mackenzie's just like standing by the ocean <laughs> just, just like there. looking around and then she it cuts her talking and she goes I could have gotten lost at sea <laughs> it's really sweet um, also the moment where they run up to Abby and they're all wet and they're getting up to hug her and uh-huh. Abby's like no don't yeah. it's just so human and mm-hmm. it's so it's such a nice palate cleanser yeah totally yeah absolutely for yeah and then we cut to the moms and bessie holly is giving it to the girls she is she is wearing a sequin like one piece but it's strapless yep spring summer winter fall does not matter i love her period after this like emotional week she's had she's still serving it's incredible she's like i just got done yelling at abby and maybe traumatizing my child but you know what i'm gonna look good yeah absolutely (laughs) absolutely um so then we see a conversation again with the moms about at the pool about Paige's warts they're like talking about it topic of conversation yep and then abby then we see abby talking to Paige about it and she's like how are your feet and Paige goes it only hurts when i walk or run (laughs) Okay, so all the time when I'm sleeping at night, (laughs) they only hurt when I'm on when I'm not sitting. They hurt. Like, okay, great, awesome. Um, so then we cut to Kendall's performance. They have a weird interaction where they're like sitting on the sidelines because we're at the basketball game. Yeah, and Kathy like looks at Paige and she goes, "This will be great for us." I'm like, "Ooh, that feels creepy. That feels really creepy." Mm. That like. Kendall's performance is about Kathy. Also, I have a question. Um, yeah, where is Vivian? <laughs> I was just about to say that. Where is she? We haven't seen Vivian in like m- multiple. Well, that's not true. We saw her last week for like five seconds. Kathy is talking to Kendall as if that is her daughter. Like, don't like, don't ruin this. Absolutely. For us. Like, girl, <clears throat> can we not be in people's business? Yeah, she's absolutely. Yeah, you're exactly right. She's talking to her like. Kendall is her daughter. Talking to Kendall Kobe Bryant Vertes. Yeah. <laughs> like Kareem Abdul Jabbar Vertes. Yeah. <laughs> Very strange. Um, so the and then she like does the dance. The dance is like fine. It's Diva. like whatever. Yeah. The Harlem Globetrotters are getting lit. They're though. eating it up. They're eating it up. They're watching her and they're like making faces like, oh, like she's doing so good. And then at the end, they like all give her high fives. And there's one who's like comically tall. He like sticks, sticks his arm up like all the way in the air. He's like eight feet tall with his arm up. And she like jumps to like hit like they seem to be into it. If nothing, it's else. your one of every t- ten straight men that are um, good with children. Okay, so day of the show, y'all. Yes. Now, I had I had forgotten that this episode was in a gym mm-hmm. because I had this episode and the episode where Maddie flips and falls and hurts her hip because that's a gym too. Mm. I had those confused in my brain because spoiler alert: Nia forgets her solo in this episode. Yes. And I thought in the last gym episode that Nia would forget her solo then. Mm. But she, and she was also wearing orange, I think. But she yes. didn't. She, like, killed it. And I mm. thought, like, well, maybe I just, like, made that up and that never happened. But it's this gym episode. It's not the uh-huh. last one. That's what, where the, the confusion was. Um, they do the trio. The trio's great. Lay Divas. Lay Divas, period. Slay. They introduce Slay. They introduce <laughs> <them>. <laughs> <laughs> they they introduce them as Abby Lee Dance. Like yeah, the Abby Lee Dance. No company. No, the Abby uh, Lee School for Girls. The Abby Lee Dancers. That's it. The Conservatory for Dancers. Exactly. I um, don't know. The group goes next and it is cute. What do you know about royalty-free Bob? Mia is popping off in that. She is going in way harder than the rest of the... I mean, her energy level is unmatched. Mia, yet again, eating the girls up. 
She is. And she's on the side, too. She's, like, in, in a corner on the side. She's not even in the center, obviously, because mm-hmm. uh, because Abby's a racist. But she is, like, outperforming everybody. And she's on the side. Like, that's a pretty tall she order. She outsold your fave. Yeah. For sure. It, it, she absolutely did. It's incredible. Melissa is vibing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Her point, stupid little face. Amanda and I were me. like, they have to be at least a couple mimosas in. Oh, at least. If not three. At like, least. those moms are lit they at are this moment. Mess. Yeah, they are a mess. The they, only one that's sober is Holly because that because girl's, of course she's she probably DD. Holly's one of those people that could, I feel like, could drink anybody under the table. The more she drinks, the the stronger she gets. I know that's right because you know what? You know how I know this? How do you know this? She's in the field of education, mama. That is the truth. You're an educator. (laughs) You have got to know how to hold your liquor. Absolutely. You need to know how to get it together at any moment of any point in your life. Like, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. After um, after midterms, I went to uh, the club with some of my friends in uh, Springfield, uh-huh. and it took me seven tequila shots to get lit. And I said, "You know what? This I believe sounds that right for me. I totally believe 100%. that. One hundred percent. I totally believe that because educators have a looming uh, sense of impending doom constantly. Right. So it's like it's going to take a minute for me to get up there. Absolutely. Yeah, please give me fifteen to thirty business minutes so I yeah, can get lit. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So then we see the uh, the group awards. Now it sounded like <laughs> what this announcer was on something. She's like, "It was amazing, mm-hmm. you guys. Everybody yeah. had such a good performance." Yeah, it's really weird. I said, "Somebody get this announcer some cocaine." <laughs> She's slipping. She's on some downers right now. Someone get some uppers. We need to so cancel we need that. To, we need to pep it up, girly. Yeah. Um, and I guess the group, the like ensemble performances and the small groups like duets and trios were all lumped into one cat category because and the age group was lumped in together too yeah it was a very strange like like um uh what am i thinking what's the word i'm thinking of come on our brain what's it called i'm had empty no thoughts right now okay it's another word for category division division there you the go. divisions are super strange mm-hmm. um so the group, the like cute little beach number, gets third. Yeah, jail. which is stupid because well, but Abby says that she's fine with it because I guess all of the groups were lumped like even into the high schools. Yeah, so high school plays first, right? Right. So high school. It was a fragrant <clears throat> act of racism. I hate you. Thank you. I hate you. I know. I'll be here all day. Thank <laughs> you. Second place is the trio, which is great. Yes. So there's only one group in the whole like squad that was better than them. It was probably like you're saying it's probably like an older group of gals. Yeah. Um, and I hate that Abby's moving the goalpost all the time. It really bothers me. So them getting third place now is fine. Mm. But in other places, when if they'd have gotten third place, she would have made them do so many push-ups and be coughing up blood. Sure. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's how I cannot imagine how frustrating it would be to be one of her students and never know if you were gonna be in trouble or not. Right. Because this time they get third place and she's fine with it. She's like, I'm really proud of them. But in other points, they've gotten third place and she's been so mad at them. They've cried. So it's like, which is it, girl? With this one, this, like, here I go, being an Abby apologist. If I had to give her any kind of leeway, if I had to play any kind, not even the devil's advocate, the devil's paralegal. Sure. (laughs) Sure. Um, Like, according to my notes, it is a different ball game 
than mm-hmm. the rest. Look at me using sports analogies. A different ball game than some of the other competitions that I go to because this one is inclusive of every age group. And they lost to high schoolers. No, I hear you. I think so sh- this attitude's right. Right. But at other Where points, Where is it like, everywhere? Yeah, that's what that, I'm saying. Okay, that it's makes like, sense. I, the stance, the posture she's taking here is right. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of really stiff competition. They were going up against older girls. Yeah. They got third place. They did really well. That's mm-hmm. it. But there have been other incidences where the similar circumstances have been at play and she sure. does not care. Keep that energy. Yeah, it, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's just like very confusing to me. So like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. So then that's the end of the groups. So then we see Maddie. Now we're into solo time. Yes. Maddie's solo. She says she's nervous because of the floor. Because last time we were on gym before she right. slipped and she like thought she was going to break her spine. When she like didn't even bruise her hip, she was fine. But mm-hmm. she's still nervous. She does fine. Melissa... Is weeping. <laughs> is is drunkenly probably sobbing over this girl, and then also in her talking head is still crying. Like, <laughs> like she cannot. She's like stop she the got tears. into character, Mama. What character? Yeah, the That's character Maddie, of what having the a character feeling of like, Maddie dancing. Uh, it's so confusing to me. It's so funny. Also, not to be a hater on children, but all but I can also, see is Maddie's overbite. That's all I can see. I could see her teeth sticking out from like three miles away. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, I could focus on. I'm like, oh, she's a great dancer, but like that's all I can see. Bless. Bless, Bless indeed. Um, so Chloe goes up next. Christy has one of those rectangular flip cameras flip camera. balanced on the edge of her like crossed-legged knee. Incredible. Staring, fl- like holding the little flip camera. Did you ever have one of those when you were a youth? My brother did. He like won Ugh. one for something. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah. That was... My parents got me one. It was lit. It was white. It was oh, really, really nice. Yes, ours was too. Incredible. Yeah, it was great. Um, so Chloe does fine. She, I don't know. She's fine. Mia goes next. She gets maybe eight counts in, and then she forgets the dance, and she starts crying. I know. Poor baby. And it is so sad. Her little crying face, it kills me. Mm -hmm. She's so sweet and so little, and it's so sad. So she runs off into the arms of, like, Chloe and Maddie, which is really sweet. They're just standing over there watching her. friend. Uh Uh-huh. And then Holly runs off, and she's being the most amazing. She's being all the great things about being a parent. Yes. She's saying things like, you know the dance. You know, it's not that you've, you know, you've got this in the bag. I know you know this. Um, Can you hand me a tissue? I'm like dying. I'm literally dying. Can you hand me I know you're going to ask me to do things for you on Pride Month. Ugh, I'll do it myself. No, I'm no going. I'll do I'm it. Going. I just need a tissue and I'm, I'm hooked up to all these wires. I'm just hand me that whole box. Okay, where'd you go? <laughs> I just need the I box. Know. I know. Isn't it cute? That's so cute. I know. You go. I'm like literally dying. Ugh. Oh. <laughs> you didn't what? see it but i almost ate it like getting out of this chair <laughs> i was like rocking back i was like oh <laughs> here i go this is it this is how it, it ends for me. this is how it ends oh gross not by fire not by flood but by me getting out of a real climbing chair too fast <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway okay. so yeah so she runs off um Holly is telling her, like, is affirming her. Yeah. You are so smart. You mm-hmm. know how to do this. I'm very, I'm really proud of you. I'm going to go get you another chance. Yes. We're going to do this. She, like, gets on her level, mm-hmm. which is nice because the other moms sometimes don't do that. And they right. just yell top down. Mm-hmm. But she gets close and she puts her forehead against Nia's forehead. And it's just, like, mm-hmm. in that moment with her daughter. It's 
so sweet. It makes me want to throw up. And then she goes into girl boss mode. Yeah. She's like, let me get these girls together. Right. She finds the director of the competition and is like, Nia would love another chance to dance if that's possible. And the director is like, absolutely it is. Women supporting women. You'd love to see it. Absolutely. And so she gets it together. Um, And she gets her another chance. So then we go back to the green room to like, wait, I guess until it's, Time for Nia to go again. Yeah. Um, and Abby is just like sitting or she just walks in and like doesn't say anything. And she's like rolling her eyes and it's kind of like shrugging. Like, I don't, you know, giving the air of like, I don't know what you yeah. want me to say, whatever. Right. Usually people who are yellers are scarier when they're quiet. But honestly, this is refreshing. Yeah. Because we don't have to listen to her talk. Exactly. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? I thought it was going to yeah. be like, oh, she's a lot scarier when she's not. No, she's not a lot scarier when she's not screaming. Mm-mm. Like, this is fine. You can just sit there and shut up. And that is fine. But at the same time, when Maddie forgot her dance all that time ago, uh huh. I mean, she was like comforting her and like was there on stage and was like telling her like, it's okay. Like, I yeah. know you like we're okay. Like, where's keep that energy? Yeah, it's it is so annoying. racism in my Christian household. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but then Nia goes again and she's great. She did great. She like goes through the whole thing. No problem. Um, so then we get to the solo awards. Third place is Nia. Slay. Very exciting. Slay. Absolutely. Second place is Chloe. First place is Maddie. So they like swept the solos. They like the podium. You love no see problem. Absolutely. But this one was in uh, a category, a division that was just first through fifth grade. Which is such a like harrowing reminder that they're children it snapped me back to reality because you teach old you well you taught I, older yeah i kids. taught sixth seventh and eighth grade but i teach like fifth, fourth fifth and sixth grade and this next <laughs> show i'm about to have is just fifth grade science uh-huh. so like these are like kids like girls that like i would know yeah oh totally and like i would teach and that i would be like not friends because like teachers aren't like typically friends but like that i would be supportive of them. i might oh, even like go to right, one of these things right 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 so, like that's like just it was kind of like snapped me back to reality Totally. Yeah. Well, uh, at the beginning, Abby reminds Chloe that she's competing in the 10, 12 division. Yeah. Chloe's 10. Yeah. That's like insane to me. And Maddie's younger than her. Right. Because they talk about it all the time. And I I would imagine that Nia is, well, she's somewhere in their age range. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't really matter. But like, right. the like Chloe's 10. Right. That's crazy to me. I'm sorry. Am I boring you? I'm just kidding. <laughs> this coffee's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've expended too much energy listening to you talk. I believe that. You spend too much energy listening to me sniffle, probably. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's heroin. <laughs> <laughs> um, Abby makes a comment about the clubs in my... Oh, so they're back in the green room. Yes. And they're like, getting ready to go home and like packing up and whatever. And Abby's like, you know, let's pack up, let's go home. And she was like, are you guys tired? And she goes, the clubs in Miami don't even open until midnight. Girl, what do you know about the club? <laughs> Do you know about any sort of club? No, hold on. You <laughs> you know for a fact. I know for a fact that you've heard the TikTok audio from Wendy Williams. It's like I walk into the club and who do I see? Abby Lee Miller. Oh, yes. In her wheelchair. In her wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but oh yeah, because immediately after that, Ollie was like, uh, no, we're going to bed. We're going to club bed, girl. Club <laughs> bed. Hilarious. You better get it together. You better get it together. Incredible. So funny. Um. Okay. Well, do you have any other uh, like thoughts about this episode? Because that's it. What a whirlwind. I know. But I checked to see as we were watching it how much time was left because it felt like a really long episode. So I much think it happened. Just had a lot of content. Yeah. It's because we're getting whiplash from going back and forth to Ohio. <laughs> so that Kendall, uh, 
Kendall Abdul-Jabbar can do what she needs to do. <laughs> yeah. Getting her bag. Yeah, absolutely. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being on the production team of this episode and being like, okay, half of us need to go to Miami with ALDC, and the other half of us need to go to Ohio to Canton, Ohio. For Kendall and you getting put on the Canton team. I know that was a rock paper scissors <laughs> or a drawing of the short <laughs> drawing of the straw. Like, all right, who is going to Canton with Kathy and Jill and Kendall? Who gets to go party it up in Miami? Yeah, who gets to watch the Y moms drink? Yeah, literally. Yeah, make sure they don't like fall over each other. Uh, honestly. Okay, Jake. Uh huh. Do you have? A song that you either A, think would make a good Dance Moms song, or B, that you just like and want to plug. Because this segment has now just kind of evolved into, like, what you're listening to. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I honestly kind of like. I like that a lot. So, Miss Girl, what you got going on? Okay. So, if you know me, a gay. (laughs) (laughs) The end. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) uh, I love a good, upbeat, dancey moment. Right? Preferably by a female vocalist, but if they're a man, occasionally I'll let it slide. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, you know. You know. Um, or or are they them or non-binary? We love. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Uh, so the one that I picked for Dance Moms um, is by uh, <clears throat> our Lord and Savior, Kimberly Petrus. Oh, love. Yes. The, the person that you hate to love. The person that I hate to love. And she's BFFs with Dr. Luke, a, a, a proven... Uh, assaulter. Uh, 100%. Dr. Lucas, Jojo, Jojo, Jail. Predator <laughs> slash comma jail. Yeah. Um, semicolon jail. jail. Yeah. Um, but. What you got? That said, um, we don't do a whole lot of spookiness on the Abby Lee Dance Company moment. Um, and Kim Petrus is best known for perhaps her Halloween albums. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. But well, I'm not a gay, so how would I know? Yeah, that? I was gonna say a straight woman telling me that what she knows about queer culture. No, hmm. I'm just saying really as in that's something I didn't know. Because you want to know the grossest thing about me? The only reason I know her is because I heard uh Heart to Break on uh a lip sync for your life. So that was my fr- exactly. See, that was my first and only exposure to her. You can't see me, but so. I'm slowly losing the life force that I have left in me. I think they could hear the eye roll. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> I think that eye so, roll is audible. There are two. Let me break it down for you. Kimberly Petrus had her um, her bunhead era, the neon era, right? Which was hard to break. Yep. I don't want. I don't it want all. it all. Um, can't do better. Uh-huh. Um, Hillside down. Boys. Like great songs, very like poppy, bubblegum pop. Yeah. Like, okay. And then kind of peppered in there be- between her albums, because mm-hmm. after that was Clarity. So between uh-huh. that, every Halloween, she releases an EP uh, ah. called Turn Off the Light. Okay. Um, and she like loves the macabre. She loves Elvira, like that mm-hmm. kind of gothy moment, which mm-hmm. surprises me that like RuPaul hasn't had her on as a guest yet because RuPaul yeah. also loves Elvira, like the darkness, like the camp yeah. gothy kind of thing. Interesting. And that's kind of what Kim Petrus turns to. So there are some really good, um, I know RuPaul girls have used Kim Petrus's like Halloween music before because I saw Naomi Smalls did a lip sync to mm-hmm. Close Your Eyes mm-hmm. in um, <clears throat> like Work the World. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, like, very, like, poppy, upbeat music, like, all, like, centered around, like, stuff. She also uses this opportunity, like, that's not really for the mainstream pop scene. It's for, like, her fans, it feels mm-hmm. like, because there's 
Kim Petras is German. So like she has True. a song where like she sings the first verse in English and the second one in German. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. She has a song where she features Elvira. She gets Elvira to be on one of her tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Liza's coming over here because she's really interested. Liza's well, like Kim Petras? You think my Kim Petras? Um, so this one um, is the second volume. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a song called Wrong Turn, which okay. is very like the lyrics are very like you took a wrong turn at the wrong time uh, like into uh-huh. like a rocky horror kind of reference oh yeah like you took a wrong turn at the wrong time you never like never should have came alone <gasps> like that whole like it's very cool very uppy very poppy uh-huh so let but me, also very spooky let me play you some pieces of it because it's it's solid so like this is the opener um another thing about her album is that you can listen to it in order and it like peels into like it transitions into like each other i so love that let me get to some actual her saying words songs intro, that just like go into the next song you don't even know the beautiful. tracks change i'm like right. get it ugh. get into it comma it. yeah and Truly. it's also built to be like in between like the actual song like lyrics like songs like where she's singing Mm-hmm. It's um, like kind of dancey instrumentals, mm-hmm. so it's like built to be played at a Halloween party. Ah, oh. so like it like goes like all the way through, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. You know, it can it's vibes, vibes only, totally. So let me get to some actual lyrics here. It's interesting that it's spooky and poppy. I just, I also like it because I'm a big music nerd. It kind of mm-hmm. subverts the classic, like verse, verse, like verse, pre chorus, chorus, verse, pre chorus, chorus, mm-hmm. bridge, final chorus. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like one fluid, like mode of storytelling, mm-hmm. um, which I think that Abby Lee or dancers would appreciate because mm-hmm. it's like Poppy mm-hmm. as mood shifts, it changes tone when she changes like the style of like what she's delivering the lyrics for. Like the da da da, like, you know, yeah, yeah, there, yeah. there's room for stuff, to, like some cool, like contortion y and like dancey movie movement some happening. Some acro. Yeah. I would imagine it to be acro. Totally. Yes. And Abby likes spooky things. She doesn't do a lot of them because I, don't, I think the, the girls get burnt out on them a lot. Sister's also all or nothing. Also like she's true. like, oh, okay, you want scary, you want spooky, mama? Let me give you a car crash. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm going to murder a child. Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Some ghosts, you know? Okay, this is the song I have. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Just kidding. I told Amanda before we put on... Like came back. I said, if you say that your song is rain on me, I'm gonna key your car. I can I tell you <laughs> this song the, I listen, I, I don't do it anymore because I've moved on, but I when this song first came out, I listened to it at least I don't know, four or five times a day. It was her like, personality. I, it really was not my personality, but it was on my Spotify top five last year and the year before i love that song and i don't know why i just really like it okay it's it's a masterpiece from um 
uh, that the TikToker, well, the TikToker heartthrob says like that little gay noise at the beginning. I'm like, oh, you know what? I found, I have narrowed down the sound of being gay. Are you ready? Hang on, let me find this one. All right. No, I'll be interested to hear what another white heterosexual woman (laughs) tells me what the sound of being gay is like. Oh, I love this song. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's there. It's, it's, hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Try to... It's the... Hang on. Of course the bill The dance remake. It's this, it's this. <laughs> that song... That, that song, song is incredible. Is a banger. That Alex song Newell, is so good. Alex Newell put her gender fluid <laughs> AOC <laughs> into true. that performance. It's true. Okay, this song I, I picked for real. It's a song called Girlfriend by Rebecca Black. Have you heard this I song? I love Rebecca Black's I, new music. I love. Have you heard this song? Yeah. I love this. I'm going to fast forward a little bit. Are you kidding? A pop banger. She said, y'all heard about Friday? Irrelevant. This is a Saturday night. Look at her little video in the background of the Spotify thing. She's incredible. She's so beautiful. A queer too. icon. Anyway, that's anyway. what I picked. I could listen to that song forever. It's so good. It's a great song. So yeah, that's what I picked. That's what I've got. I don't know if it, I don't think Abby Lee Miller would ever play that, but I don't care. I love no, that song. It includes themes that like go beyond her. Right. <laughs> it's an experience she cannot relate to therefore should not be spoken about Heaven forbid we have some representation oh no on the no. show no which we do have representation it's unbeknownst to abby <laughs> we do <laughs> no we had representation it's shangela shangela is our queer i am never gonna get over that i'm never gonna get over the fact that abby lee miller and shangela at one point were buddies this shangela laquifa heather oh dupree wadley ridiculous incredible also it has like five million names as it as they should dang well do you have any more thoughts before we wrap it up no i run out dang brain empty no thoughts yeah bra- head empty no thoughts well so you and i have me. we have something to get to going to see ms nina west as um excuse me as tracy's mom and a term blood yes we're going to see um nina west presents hairspray i'm so excited about it me too first of all i'm excited to see nina west just like as a like a personality that's great yes i also love hairspray Mm -hmm. like i love i know that that show has lots of faults Mm -hmm. specifically thematically but the music in that show i'm gonna cry at some point just letting you know the music in that show like my heart stops beating i love that show um not to be a diva but if i know where i've been is not a banger and performed like the fire out of it if it's not i'm gonna throw both of my block heels onto the stage i mean it has to be like whoever you're casting as motormouth maybell has to be able to sing that song that is a given that is a given also did you know that um the last time that i went to play before the pandemic started Mm. um i saw nina west no nina west came to play Interesting. And it was fantastic. She did a number where she returned from um, the uh, Evil Witch to Cinderella. It was oh, amazing. Oh, that's cute. It was amazing. That's really cute. 
So yeah, we need to hit the road so that we can live our best life. Yeah, exactly. Dang. Also, I'm about to eat this microphone. Also, so. yeah. Um, follow me on all the social media accounts. All the stuff is going to be in the end bumper. Um, leave me a voicemail. Send me an email. Um, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. If you gas Eli up in the reviews again. To jail. To jail. <laughs> straight to jail. Maybe even straight, prison. We might straight go that far. Straight to prison with you. Yeah. I will reopen Alcatraz myself. I will get the keys. <laughs> From the governor of California. For anyone who gasses up Eli, out to the island with you. I will take off of summer school and I will personally (laughs) myself escort you to to Alcatraz. (laughs) Hilarious. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. um, Rate and review Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. All that's in the end. So just listen to that. (laughs) I'm not going to repeat all that because you're about to hear it anyway. Yeah, it is. It's also already done. So, you know. Dang. Jake, thank you for doing this with me. Of course. I'm thankful for this. I'm thankful for you. Yeah, all that good stuff. All right, Michelle Pfeiffer, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Pyramid. You can find us on Instagram at The Pyramid Pod and on Twitter at The Pyramid Pod underscore. Send your thoughts and opinions about Dance Moms as a voicemail to anchor.fm slash pyramid pod or in an email to thepyramidpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this episode, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and follow us wherever you get your podcasts.